Alright, before I start this review, I'm recording this right after I've just finished because I checked IMDb and somebody in the review section nailed it, okay? I was struggling to think what this is like other than Groundhog Day. Tenet. Right, this is the best way to sell this show. It's like Tenet meets Groundhog Day with some crazy mind-bending video game sci-fi logic thrown in there too. So if you like any of that stuff, this is the show for you. So without further ado, I cannot believe it's like Tenet. That, that's why I loved it so much because I love Tenet. It's exactly like that. How did I not think? Anyway, without further ado, please enjoy this review. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of You Can't Handle the Truth. Today's episode will be another TV review because I've just finished watching The Lazarus Project. So, bit of context. I had heard about this show just before it started airing, which was last week. I, well, I don't know when I'm going to upload this. So it was recently in the middle of June, I think it was, here in the UK on Sky... What is it? Sky Max now? I don't know what they're calling it. It's the equivalent of Sky One or Sky Atlantic. I don't know. Either way, it's on Sky. So you can binge it all on demand or you can watch it week by week every whatever day it comes out, Thursday at 9 o'clock. I don't know. It feels like it should be a Thursday 9 o'clock slot, which is great because a lot of good shows tend to air around then. I really 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 hope this gets an audience and I hope people enjoy it because first of all we need a season two because the way it ends I've just literally finished watching it and I cannot believe where they ended it all right I'm, I'm both really satisfied with the ending but also it's so annoying it is so so annoying because it's a huge cliffhanger but then again it's not the kind of cliffhanger that rounds things up and then leaves it open for something else it's the kind of cliffhanger that just ends like that and you don't really know how things properly end because at the end, I, I, how much do I want to say? I'll go through the plot briefly. I won't say any major spoilers, but just be wary before you start watching this show, before you listen to any more of this. It is basically incomplete by the time it finishes episode eight, which usually is not a good thing, but... I think they've done a great job because it's a huge shock factor and I love the way it ends but at the same time I desperately want a season two right now and it's not guaranteed it's not been confirmed yet I don't know if they're going to but the amount of tv shows that have had a season two I really hope this one gets one because it is great so in a nutshell it's like Groundhog Day but with a real good twist that I've not seen done before in this sort of film or in this sort of tv show I should say but when you've got the Groundhog Day scenario, a person reliving the same day over and over again in a constant loop, dying over and over again, whatever, we've seen that done to death, right? But I like it. I like the concept anyway. When I first saw this show advertised, I saw a clip of one of the action sequences, which is in episode one, which is really good. And I wasn't sure what the actual show was going to be about because with a name like The Lazarus Project, I was thinking it was, you know, science related or whatever, but I wasn't sure what it actually entailed. And I still wasn't until I got halfway through episode one. And then I realized, hang on a minute, this is genius. This is really interesting. And it's taking an idea that has been done a lot and a lot recently, but it still works, right? It's a really easy thing to sell because people love, or I love, the sort of Groundhog Day scenario. So Edge of Tomorrow, Happy Death Day, and Groundhog Day itself, they're great, they work, it's a cool concept. But with this, with the Lazarus Project, it's not just one day that they relive over and over again. It's an organization known as the Lazarus Project who have the ability to turn back time if a nuclear event happens or if a war breaks out, if something really catastrophic happens, they have the ability to go back to a checkpoint that they 
create somehow, right? That's the only thing. They don't really explain it because they say, I would try explaining it to you, but you're going to get confused and your brain's not smart enough to handle it. So they don't bother telling us as an audience. And I can kind of see why, because trying to understand this nonsense, it's going to be a nightmare. But what they do is they just say, we would explain, but we're not going to. So fair enough. You've just got to go with it. You just got to commit to it and understand it's too much for our little brains to handle because what they do is they set checkpoints, right? Every 1st of July in every single year, they set a checkpoint. So if anything bad happens in the next year or in the next 364 days, if anything bad happens, they can reset the clock. It goes back to the 1st of July and they can sort things out and try and make it better for that next run. And then if it goes wrong again, they will reset again until they get up to June 30th. I almost said 31st, but there is only 30 days, half September, April, June. Okay, so 30th of June, when that comes around, they have to be aware the checkpoint is going to reset. So they explain it like a video game, right? When you get to a certain point in a mission, you unlock a checkpoint. And then if you die, you reset back to that checkpoint. Now, I've never thought of this scenario like that before, but it's kind of genius because when you look at Groundhog Day, it is like he's at a checkpoint and he can't progress to the next level. He can't get past that same day. So he just keeps going back to the first checkpoint over and over again. But with this show, it's very much more explicit in how it details that and I love that so it's not just a case of when a character dies they go back to the first day it's actually if a character dies that's them dead but if something really bad happens if a nuclear war breaks out or if somebody attacks another country or there's a lot of Russia terrorism things going on here so it's a bit on the nose and it's a bit too recent in terms of covid as well as the russian war right now with ukraine but i think it's an amazing concept one that we haven't seen before in this sort of medium and it's executed very very well right it's so interesting because I've also never thought of this. When it's Groundhog Day, it's technically not just the main character reliving the same thing over and over again. It's only that they are aware of it. But everybody else in that world, right? So you look at Groundhog Day in particular, when you've got Bill Murray in that coffee shop and he's talking through with Andy McDowell everybody's circumstances and everybody's situation because he knows. He's lived it long enough. He knows what's going to happen. Somebody's going to break some glasses. Somebody's going to win the lottery, whatever it may be. He knows that. But only he is aware that this day is repeating but everybody else in that world is technically living through the same day over and over again so how does that work on their brain how does that work for them not understanding that it's going through the same thing over and over again so with the Lazarus project it's built up of a lot of different people some of whom have the ability preemptively like when they're born they know that they're reliving the same things over and over again right but they don't know when the clock is being reset only the people working at the Lazarus project do so there's one character in particular Shiv I mean I should mention the main character is George played by Papa Esidu who is a very very good in this show also supporting cast are fantastic everybody across the board Anjali Mahindra is fantastic and Caroline Quentin she's very good too Tom Burke as well he is so good in this but I really love how there's this one character called Shiv who is a child when he first develops this ability to relive the same six months over and over again because at first I wasn't sure like when the show started in that first episode it goes through many different months it goes from July to I think it's Christmas time and then it resets and I was thinking 
hang on a minute, I thought this was like Groundhog Day. Why is it reset all the way back to there? I was thinking maybe, if anything, it was going to reset once he got to Christmas and he'd relive the same day over and over again then. But no, it goes back six months because of the checkpoints. So he is starting to become aware of this. But way back in, I don't know what year it was, 1998 or something? 1980 actually might have been. Anyway, back in the 80s slash 90s, this little boy called Shiv was growing up and he was experiencing this but his parents weren't aware he wasn't fully aware at the time it wasn't until he was recruited for the Lazarus project so I know if you've seen the show I'm just explaining things you already know but it's genius right this is how you sell it this is me selling you the show so he is a child right he's a baby his mum puts him to bed the next time she sees him he's up walking and talking because he has lived through many different six months right it's just that the time has been reset and we're seeing it in the form of the parents time so we're not understanding how many different time loops have been a thing between the point of them putting the baby to bed and then checking on the baby in the morning whenever it was but that baby has lived through so many years because of the time being reset so he's developed all these skills he's developed the ability to walk and talk even though he's just a baby but by the time the clock is reset he's gone back to being you know just a baby just six months old however old he is but he still has the capability to act and to be like a much older person because he's lived his life the same with George the same with the main character despite the fact only a couple of years have passed he's living six months at a time then it's resetting six months at a time then it's resetting six months at a time then it's resetting so that's at least one and a half years in the space of just a day so it's crazy and I've never thought of Groundhog Day like that because with movies that deal with this topic they just stay the same except they get smarter because they've relived it so they know what to do the next time but with this it really takes into perspective the mental toll it has on developing skills and you know growing up because ultimately if you relive the same thing over and over again but then you reset right back to the start you will still know everything you're about to learn but this time you're ahead of the game by it could be years so ultimately the Lazarus Project it's really, really clever. It's a bit mind-bending and it's a bit confusing at times. The plot is stretched a little bit thin as well because across the eight episodes, it really only follows a couple of little storylines. And one of the main storylines is wrapped up in episode six and then it brings a little new thing into seven and eight. And then it ends with such a cliffhanger, but an amazing twist. And I was thinking something like it could happen, but I wasn't sure if they were actually going to pull it off. And I think they did. Right, because as I was watching it, I think the first few episodes were really good and I was constantly amazed. And I was thinking this is one of the coolest new things I've seen recently because the way it develops things and the way it changes your perception on what you think you know, because I'm pretty sure everybody knows and is familiar with the concept of Groundhog Day, but we've not seen it done like this when there's a threat of nuclear war, when they really deal with the consequences. So one of the pep talks they're given is you can't just reset it if somebody you know or loves dies, even though something major like that happens at the end of the first episode and it's so shocking but you can't just reset it because you want to save one life because every second I think four babies are born which means every minute what just under 300 babies are born so every day that passes before going back to the checkpoint millions of babies are being born and if they were to go back that is all going to change right all those babies that were born are not going to be born anymore everybody's going to lose things that they didn't know they had six months prior but that's the that's the weight of turning back time 
and ultimately it gets to some really deep places and there are some really harrowing moments and really tough to deal with subjects and it's really heartbreaking to watch at times especially in those first few episodes with dealing with loss and grieving and all the rest of it but I think it's done in such a manner that is really interesting and heartfelt and clever right it's just a really really clever show so much smarter than I thought it would be I really wasn't sure what to expect with this show and I just watched it because I thought yeah why not I've seen the clip from it it looks pretty cool I'll see what the first episode is like and I was hooked right I really was hooked so I just started it yesterday and I finished it today right eight episodes about 45 minutes each that's a pretty good binge for me so I was I was really loving this show and I really really hope we get a season two because the way it ends I wish I could say but I'm not going to I will just say this if you want something new to be engaged with constantly across all eight episodes and if you want to try and wrap your head around what the hell is going on in circumstances that are never going to happen even though some subjects are really relevant now so like I said the war and also they mentioned COVID as well which at the start of the show it's set in 2022 it's set now pretty much yeah it's set literally now if I upload this around the end of June slash July it will be set right now so the show is set in London and at the moment and around the world a new pandemic is happening so there's MERS disease whatever it's called and they keep saying could we turn back the time to stop this pandemic happening why didn't you do that for the COVID pandemic so that gets a name drop thank god because god forbid we would want to forget about COVID even though we're not even out of it so it seems a bit too soon you know having a show mention that like it was in the past even though we're still technically living through it right cases are rising again so it's not looking good either way go and watch this show it's not like anything you've seen before even if you think it might be it takes the best things from different shows that you wouldn't think would go together right it's like i honestly i don't know i don't know what this is like other than groundhog day but with a real espionage mi5 slash science division background and i think that works so well because it's action-packed it's really well paced it's very well performed the writing is great too i think it does a great job of keeping you hooked across eight episodes and leaving it open for you know something ultimately everybody wants to see but are we going to see it? That's the thing. So I'm going to have to keep an eye out for season two getting announced because I do think if this doesn't get a season two, it might change how I feel about it because I think a lot of the things that happen need more of an explanation and it sets things up so strongly. We need to know we need to know the next chapter and then this chapter will be even better. So I really hope we get it. But it deals with a lot of things I was finding myself kind of uh, not familiarizing myself with but I thought it was really sweet at the same time so one of the main things that happens I can say this would you would you do everything you could would you set off a nuclear bomb if it meant you could bring back somebody you love right so he does this all right George the main character does everything he does for a woman right for his girlfriend who something tragic happens to and it's unclear what's going to be the outcome. But if he can turn back time, he knows that she will be safe. And that ends up being about five episodes worth of plot. Like, how far would you go to save somebody? How far would you go for love? But then, you know, ultimately, love being love, it doesn't always work out the way you want it to. And there were some really meaningful things, but tragic things to truly understand and come to terms with. So at one moment, one character says, I really wish you'd hate me. And then he would say, that would be a lot easier, wouldn't it? So I have been there. Like Sometimes we all wish we would hate somebody because it would make things easier than the truth and what that is. So I'm not going to say what it is because you got to find out for yourself. But... Every single episode is great. I really, really 
really had a good time with this show even though it struck a little bit too close to home at times and I think the way it deals with love I think the way it shows the relationship between Sarah and George it feels extremely realistic and raw and that's not always a good thing because I don't want to see things that are too realistic on screen I want to be entertained but I want to be like transported to this world that's not like ours but when they're going through situations and relationship drama that is real it's sad it's really sad but yeah i loved it i really would recommend the lazarus project so if you're in the uk right now you can binge it on sky and everywhere else i hope it comes out soon i will keep an eye out and i will let you know in a weekly watch list episode when it gets announced worldwide but find a way to watch it everybody can find a way to watch anything nowadays so go and do so the lazarus project season one that is me done i've been kieran i would love to be able to turn back time to a checkpoint and know what i know now so that would be great but unfortunately it's not real it's not going to be real anytime soon I don't think. I mean, what if it is happening right now? Only we don't know about it. Because you can take this serum to understand and feel all the memories that you've lost. But God, it's genius. It's so clever. Much smarter than I would have given it credit for if I hadn't even watched it. So fair play. This show really surprised me. And with that, I've been Kieran. And I shall speak to you in the next episode of You Can't Handle the Truth.